Yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> these these subjects are crazy, aren't they? They um they can lead you down so many roads. It's quite exciting. I think just to kind of I guess to riff on a few of the things that you said uh, just then, this sort of idea of um, I could have done otherwise, um, obviously, is something that that we as humans experience quite a lot. Um, I was reading a book a little while ago uh, by Simon Blackburn called Think. It's a very well-known book for an introduction to philosophy. Um, and in that, he has a chapter on free will. And I don't want to do him a disservice here, but I'll try and kind of, I guess, jump into the way that he explained uh, libertarian free will, uh, determinism, and then compatibilism. He touched on fatalism as well, but I don't think we need to get into that right now. Um, so he kind of defines this idea of libertarian free will and then ripped it apart uh, very quickly as this sort of notion that um, even though that you're limited in kind of your time and place in history, your capabilities, you can't uh, hold your breath infinite, uh, for, uh, in, infinitely, you can't fly, these sorts of things, uh, even though there are limits upon the human being, um, you can still have the ability to do anything you want within that realm. So your limits stop you from doing anything, but within your sphere, you have the ability to choose any option and to go anywhere. Uh, he kind of takes that apart in quite an interesting way. And we won't go into that right now. Um, he talks about determinism um, and basically this idea that actually um, you are causally required or pushed to do certain things those causes could be outside of yourself it could be you know from the big bang onwards through to your parents through to you today right here watching this video um it could also be uh, mental uh, causes different things firing in your brain that you have absolutely no control of uh, i'm aware that you could also argue that that is also linked back to the big bang but his sort of premise really is that actually there's this chain of events leading to right now that we have no control of uh, and therefore we're determined to our think and act and, and be specifically where we are and he kind of lands on compatibilism in quite an interesting way and i kind of want to get your take on whether this fits into anything you're saying because it, it might be a different sort of uh compatibilism that we can maybe just brush aside or dive into so he talks about compatibilism as this idea that say i've been speaking now for a few minutes if i go back to right when i first started speaking in response to what you were saying i said specific words that i arguably had no control over in four years time i'll have gone away and i'll have read lots of books my knowledge will have completely changed if i could rewind myself retaining the knowledge that i've gathered in those four years back to that moment um, i'm going to have a wealth or an army of information and resources available to me to to do otherwise to have the ability to reframe my question to hone things and to push it forwards and he also basically he kind of talks about compatibilism in this sense where uh, if we could have known otherwise we probably would have chosen otherwise but we didn't know otherwise and therefore um it's almost like this um i could have but i didn't um i don't know does that kind of slot into into this yeah yeah i yeah I, actually i think um i'll have to i think i have this book but i'm not sure that i read the section on uh free will Simon blackburn came to visit uh washington state university when i was there he gave a potter lecture and i got to spend actually some a fair amount of time with him and i communicated a little bit with him uh afterwards and we'll talk a little bit you know, later I have this like defensive of uh, compatibilism. I call this like four level defense uh, that I'll get into, you know, as we get a, a, across. But um, and the, the highest level is this kind of very uh, 
sort of like Wittgensteinian sort of response. And, and um, you know, it's it's somewhat inspired by some of his work on truth. And you know, he's a very interesting philosopher. But he's giving, you know, something on like a much lower level here. He's just giving a very, so far, what you've said is just a very solid kind of uh, classical compatibilist uh, defense. And there are a few things that, you know, sort of resonate, like the idea that, you know, with this, this rollback thought experiment, that if we had it all to do over again, well, we'd, we'd do just the same thing, <laughs> you know, or if we wouldn't, <laughs> it's not clear, you know, uh, what the advantage would be. That's sort of one way that you can kind of take that that uh, rollback. But on the other hand, what's important is, you know, you're getting a little bit at this concept of, of John Martin Fisher's concept of reasons responsiveness, that, um, you know, we're responsive to reasons. We could have done otherwise in that sense, in the sense that, had I wanted to do otherwise, if I was motivated to do otherwise, right? I mean, we're doing this 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 uh, podcast. Uh, I'm not going to take off my shirt right now. I'm, I'm an older man. <laughs> Be rude. And there are lots of motivations, and so it's not going to happen actually. But it just seems a little silly to think that I can't do it. You know. Uh, if you challenged me, maybe I would do it, <laughs> you know, or uh, if you said, I will donate, you know, $3 billion to Oxfam, <laughs> uh, I might, I might do it. And that seems very significant, that the ability that we have to respond to reasons, I think, is a characteristic that's kind of worthy of, of free will. And it's, it's interesting that um, you know, John Martin Fisher, he's one of these source compatibilists, though, and he's sort of, I, I would classify him as a cultural libertarian of sorts, in the sense that he aspires to a kind of asymmetry about uh, problems of determinism, but he thinks that causal determinism is at least problematic for the ability to do otherwise. He just locates free will sort of in a, in a different direction, but I, you know, I think that, that we could go further with that. And I think that actually Blackburn is going further to a more classical um, version of compatibilism. And you're not going to, there's a, a lot that we could say for a long time. I worked at trying to give an account or an analysis of the ability to do otherwise. I've written some papers on that topic. I think you could, you know, you could talk about contextualist factors that, you know, uh, certain contextualist factors might trigger, you know, certain possibilities as being relevant and others as not being relevant. There are kind of complex ways in which you can can uh, talk about it. But the I think the main thing is that, you know, if we're going to be, look, even the concept of laws of nature it really only has teeth if we think that, like epistemic teeth, if, if we think that these laws are, um, you know, uh, supported by experiments that are repeatable in some sense. You know, so now there is a concept of ability, repeatability, 
of a scientific experiment. And whatever we mean by that, it's not like hold the past fixed and the laws of nature fixed uh, and the experiment will be done. There are some of these experiments that will never be repeated, in fact, uh, and they probably, you know, if you held fixed the laws of nature in the past, they would not be repeated, but yet they seem repeatable. So we do have a variety of modal concepts, I think, that are not kind of wedded to this sort of libertarian view of the ability to do otherwise uh, that are a little bit more flexible. And I think, uh, I think would be a little bit more helpful too uh, in developing. And I really maintain this position partly because of that, because nobody's really, very few people are really working in that area where they're trying to, you know, think of, of, of the concept of ability in a, in a way that can even, characterize the repeatability of, of uh, scientific experiments, right? I mean, you know, uh, and, and Blackburn seems to be, you know, uh, one of them, you know, and I bet he thinks of it on, on a variety of these other levels that we'll get into as well. If you enjoyed this clip, then head on over to Locals to access the full conversation right now. Supporters can access the video version and everyone can access the audio only version of the conversation. I'll see you over there.